Good evening, savages, and welcome to another episode of Savagely Paranormal After Dark. Tonight, we have a special guest with us. We have Caden, and he is going to tell you a spooky story. So, this is Caden. He's my son. He wanted to be the first one to come on and share his savage story. Um, He has been having episodes, whatever you want to call it, since he was a child. (laughs) with his operations. So, Caden, who are your operations, or what are your operations? Uh, They are spirits that were with me since I was young, and they never really, they're just like there. Why do you call them operations? I don't really know. They're at least, from what I can remember, not sure about this. When I was little, they told me to call them the operations, but I can never tell anyone why. Yeah, when he was two years old and first started telling us about them, that's what he called them. And for a two-year-old to come up with these words that he said was just crazy, um, he said that they told him he had to call them his operations, and they were not, or he was not allowed to tell us anything else about them. Do you you still experience your operations? Uh, Every once in a while, I have some stuff happen in my room, but nothing significant like... What happened one night. So? How many operations do you have? Uh, I don't really remember. Is there an order of operations? Uh, currently, to my knowledge, I'm not sure. But if if I was little, they've most likely told me about them. When you were little, you said there were three. And there was one that was in charge. But that's all I remember. I'm, I'm sorry, it's a bit of a math joke. At that yeah, point. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so why don't you get started with your story? So, one night I was, I fell asleep like usual, TV on, stuff like that, and then randomly woke up around 3, uh, turned on my Xbox and stuff to check the time, because I didn't feel like getting my phone, and then when I turned it on, saw 3, you know, I just relaxed. I, I'm not 100% sure, I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure I heard a noise down the side of my bed. Keep in mind that this time I had a loft bed, so it was elevated with like a desk under it. So then I looked over, and then around the closet area, there was this thing that was like, it was on all fours, but like on its back, so you could see its stomach, its face, and everything. Like it was looking right at me, and it knew I could see it. So then it like opened its mouth really wide, like to the point where you could tell it's definitely not a human's mouth, because it was really wide. And then it looked like malnourished, kind of. So then it it saw, I looked at it, and then it took a second, but then it like ran right under my ladder, kind of, like under my desk and moved to my ladder. I'm not 100% sure about this, but I'm pretty sure I remember it peeking its head under, like over the ladder to see if I was still looking or to see if I was coming down the ladder. And then at that point, I got so scared. So I went back, laid down on my back of my bed, looking at the ceiling, like what just happened? And then I, I got pinned down to my bed, and then from there, my uh, Xbox controller started flashing on the, like, where light shows you that's on, started flashing. Uh, I got pinned down, couldn't move or anything, and I heard this really deep, not raspy voice talking to me, but it was so deep to the point where you couldn't understand a word it's saying, but at the time, you could. So, like, it's in a stage of panic where you can hear it, kind of understand it, but you can't repeat it. And then uh, uh, when I finally got, like, released, kind of, 
I looked at the clock again, like 14, 17 minutes passed in like what felt like five seconds. Interesting. Have you had experiences since then? Kind of. Like I said, it's been like here and there stuff, but I don't know if those are my operations or just like other stuff normal. So take us back to when you were a kid, when the operations first started coming around. What do you remember from back then before it got to this kind of stuff? From back then, I think from being a kid and everything, they acted all nice and everything like it was just like a dead family member or something, just like, or even just a normal family member. There's talking to me, you know, giving me like advice or just stuff like that, talking to me normal. And like, if you're like a kid, your parents tell you, yo, don't tell anyone else this. You will obviously agree and stuff, especially if they're like really high and like, like, uh, I don't know, like command and stuff. You won't, you'll listen to them. Somebody or something you respect. Yeah, you'll listen to them and do as they say. Were you scared of them when you were little? When I was a little kid, I, I believe I wasn't scared of them. I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure, don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's just like a family member. When he used to talk about them, it's been so long, I don't remember exact things he used to say, but he would talk about them like they were a friend. They would come and see him and tell him things, and they would have normal conversations, and I, he would come up with the most off-the-wall stuff that you would expect from a 10-year-old, not a 2-year-old. And his vocabulary was huge for being two, and it was all stuff that they had told him. Do your operations have like varying sizes or were they all like same size what do they look like uh off the top of my head i'm pretty sure i can remember they looked like like uh, just black no like you could tell they were wearing like it looked like kind of like a businessman except you can't tell facial features anything just looked like a businessman about pretty tall businessman but not tall tall like six two and then just there uh no facial facial features or anything like just black and you could kind of tell, like, if they turned their side, ar uh, nose, arms, hands, and stuff. But that's about it. So, kind of like um, what we would describe as, like, a shadow person? Kind of, except instead of being, like, a shadow, they were very prominent. Because, like, it's, okay, say it was, like, a light room. They're standing in front of you. Can't see behind them. They're there. They're strong. You kind of see a shadow casting off of them. And they're just So, like, a there. solid... Yeah. Like a solid black entity. Yeah, not transparent at all, just interesting. Yeah. So the way you describe that there um sounds like a a folklore entity from like Japanese mythology. Oh. Um yeah, it's more modern day type like but they I think they're called visitors and they're dressed in like casual business attire hmm. whatever, but they're lost souls. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. However, the night that stuff happened it didn't look like the casual businessman. Like, trying to remember off this, you know, it was dark, kind of dim. My room can't tell very, like, a lot. But looking over it, uh, when I looked over the ledge, you could, like, it, they looked, well, it, I should say, looked like it was malnourished, no clothes on at all, except you couldn't, t like, look and see any, like, uh, actual things you could tell it wasn't clothes, but it looked like just skin. Like, kind of beaten, but, like, not really. Uh, very, very malnourished. You count its ribs. You can see every bone in its body. Except when, like, you look at its mouth and stuff. No lips. Just, like, skin. And then when it opened its mouth really wide, it's you couldn't see a tongue or anything. Just, like, a deep pit. It's like a void. Yeah. I, I was talking more about yeah, your operations yeah. other than the thing you saw recently. Yeah, let's back up a little bit because 
the thing you saw in your room that day, I don't think that was your operations. You've had the operations with you since you were a kid, but then you've also had that and other things that have been hanging around you in the last five yeah. years or so. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah the, that's the, the one I was going on was your operations. Yeah. That, uh, as your mom says, uh, she knows what I'm talking about. And they're out, I believe they're out of Japanese folklore. They appear there more often. They are lost spirits. They don't have a whole lot of definition to them other than their clothing. Hmm. And I believe they are called visitors. Which, which kind of, I, I can see the operations, visitors, they can kind of so go together. So it's kind of like the Japanese version of like a shadow person kind no. of sort of. No, no, no. These no. are actual lost souls. Yeah. Huh. They're not like a, a malevolent entity. They're they, just, they haven't. That's just how they appear. They're just they haven't, dark. Yeah. They haven't passed on something is keeping them here. Hmm. So they've lost their human form, but they're not quite into the they, they haven't life. quite yeah. become like yokai ah okay interesting interesting but the thing that did that whole thing i that think sounds, i know what that is but that sounds more of uh i don't want to say daemon but a demonic entity yes type. yeah which you've had other things happen in your room besides just that so go ahead and elaborate on those Tell us about the girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so before you get started, two things. Kelsey says hi. She's listening. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. And second, make sure we get through all the operations before we move on to these other things. Yeah. I don't think he remembers a lot about the operations Uh, anymore. Do you still see the operations? So, like I said, they usually appeared as, like, the casual casual businessman. Or they give off like a type of energy that feels like they're like they're kind of protectors. Like they're they're gonna keep stuff away, but you can also like feel kind of like they're not. So like, it's like they're kind of like trying to trying to protect you, but like they're being held back, but well, not. That's because they're they're lost. In More their, of a neutral yeah. entity. Yeah. And then it's not too bad. So I kind of like felt their energy, but like very very dimly. And like if I've ever felt them, like in my room, they wouldn't really show themselves anymore as if they're scared. They would just, like, move things, uh, kind of appear themselves, but, like, hiding, kind of. And then uh, sometimes I would see them, but they wouldn't... It would only be, like, one or two. Never, never all of them. Do you seem to see or feel them more when you're stressed or when there's something going on or if you're sick? Uh, Or is it... It's usually, like... Sometimes when you're half asleep, half not, you so then you tend to if you see something like say someone breaks into your house, you're half asleep, you'll be like whatever, I'm going back to bed. It's kind of like that, like right as I'm about to fall asleep or wake up in the middle of the night. That's when usually I see them as if they're like watching over me as I sleep and trying to help me have a more peaceful kind of sleep. Do you think there's a trigger though? Is it like if you're stressed or sick or, or scared. scared or so there was one time when I was sick when I think I saw it, but other than that, I don't really think there's a trigger. Okay, interesting. Are you terrified of them, or do they bring you kind of like peace? So when I was little, that's when I think I just thought of them as like a parent and guardian. So I thought they were like peaceful stuff like that. Now, after knowing that they're actually like real spirits and stuff, now I kind of 
fear, feel like hostility or stuff like that, but I don't think they're trying to make me feel hostility. Maybe just kind of like a why did you pick me type thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have they ever done anything to you other than like appear and like move random things? Like, so with like that, hurt you, that kind of stuff? I don't think they've ever hurt me. But I think sometimes they try to like play pranks on me or stuff like that, so just to get just to get me to know that they're there and that they're not there to be mean as much so it's just funny. Okay, interesting. So, because you've had these with you your basically your whole life, um, I don't know if that makes you more susceptible to the other things that seem to find you, or if you're just, you know, sending out that beacon that draws any of them to you, no matter what. But since you've had them, you have now, in the last five, six, maybe seven years, you have come in to encounter numerous other things. And I, I think it's important to point out the ridiculous amount of consistency yeah since two years old yeah and he can retell the same stories what he remembers over and over and they don't change yeah we try to prod him to you know suggest things that might knock him off track and he would correct us immediately he 1000 percent was on track with that so it wasn't something that he was making up as he was going along or having an imaginary friend or anything like that. And the story he even just told today was consistent with exactly what he used to tell us before as well. I think that's vitally important yeah. that people yeah. understand. And we tried. We tried to trip him up so many times just to, I don't know, prove to ourselves that he was making this up as a two-year-old little brain, but... Nope, we could never. Okay, sorry, you guys can continue. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh no, it's it's good so, to have your input too because you're right. the other half of this. Well, and, and and I'm not a believer in this stuff, right? So right. I I I have always said I will I will believe it if I experience it myself. I've experienced his story myself, his whole life, so I, I don't have a problem talking about that. <laughs> um. So if it's because of them or if it's because of your beacon or whatever, you seem to draw other things to you. Yeah, he definitely has like the spotlight glow yes. about him that brings all of the other things to come to play. His milkshake brings alone. all yes. the ghoulies <laughs> to the yard, that's for sure. Um, so into his window. Yeah. The spotlight brings all the ghouls to the yard. <laughs> so um Go in, go ahead and tell us what you have come across since then. Uh, before that, I'd like to add into what you said, yeah. how like the beacon. Yeah. In my opinion, I think because I have them there, they're going on and like, you guys can come here. This kid, he's, he doesn't care that we're here. You can come do whatever. Mainly because I, don't, I think this was started off like three, four years ago. I, I woke up one day and had this like... <sighs> visual like image kind of live type thing of like a house mm -hmm. with them and a bunch of other spirits in there like i can even describe the house right now it's very vivid mm -hmm. good so it's looks like if you started outside it seems like or 
very city type area, bunch of like little very skinny apartments in a row. Then if you walk in, you have to the left and a little bit far. You have bunch, you have stairs to go up, and then a living room. So here's the stairs go up. There's a wall. Then the rest of the house. There'd be stairs on or not stairs. A couch on the wall there where the stairs are. One on the wall straight ahead and to the right. However, to the right, there's an opening with a kitchen. But it's like a really old type kitchen. And if you keep going straight to the sofa over there, to the right there'd be another door leads into the, like the kitchen. And then uh, another sofa right there. And they all would, would just sit there and then just stare at the door always. As if they're waiting for someone very eagerly to come in. Like a business meeting where they're all just waiting there, not talking at all. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds almost like lucid dreaming. Except I would never move around in them. I would always just sit at the front door right inside. I can't, like, could look around, but I just, like, not wouldn't, but I also couldn't. Like, you wouldn't want to, so you wouldn't really try to. So you were just, like, visualizing it. You weren't actually walking through the house? Yeah, it's as if the person they're waiting for to walk in was me and as i walked in they were all just looking there that would make a lot of sense it's like they're just waiting there like the operations told them there's this kid here he's really powerful spiritually and just wait here eventually he'll be here it's entirely possible yeah and that night i I just want to add on to this i forgot about it until we start talking about the other stuff the night when i saw the thing in my room the next morning i looked over on my ladder it's like I threw up, oh, yeah. but it was all red, like blood, yeah. and just water. That was gross. And it smelled like vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. Yummy. That was that was lovely. It was all down his ladder and right next to the ladder on the bed. Like as if I turned over and just, just like up. spewed it. Yeah, that seems uh, sketchy. Yeah. So I know, <clears throat> because I'm here all the time. <laughs> um, I know that you have seen other things other than just that here because you tell me the stories all the time. So share with us another story. This one, uh, coming off of Megan, what she said was like as if I'm lucid dreaming or like, yeah, lucid dreaming. So one night, this was back when I used, I for context, I used to have like this couch type bed and then I fell asleep on the bed like usual, except it was this was like a dream, but it felt real, except it was if it was just like on play. So like I was there, I couldn't move anything, couldn't control it. It was just going as it would. And then, so it started, my room was like really weirdly arranged. And then I was sitting in like a weird chair that I like, I don't remember recognizing it, but I'm pretty sure I saw it before in real life. And then I was on the phone with my friend my dog was in front of me on a bed. And before this time, the bed was never there. And then, so the bed and my dog was there. My dog all of a sudden got up and started gagging. And as it finished coughing up whatever, it didn't like, look like it coughed up anything. It turned into what looked like this huge werewolf type thing. And it just stood there looking over me, like drooling. And like it couldn't do anything until I opened my eyes. Because I closed my eyes and just didn't want to be there. Thought closing my eyes would protect me. And the thing was just sitting there waiting to bite me or do whatever until I opened my eyes. But then at that point, my brain just clicked me out of the dream as if it was real. And it was like, you need to get out of there. And then 
So I woke up laying there, except I was on the floor. And then it, it felt like it was so real because when I woke up, I couldn't open my eyes and out of fear. And as if I'd cracked my eyes open a little bit and it felt like I was still half in the dream and I could see myself there with that thing. And it was still just looking over me with my eyes closed as if there was my dream and, and there, as if there was real life and I was in my dream when I was actually awake. And it was just looking over me and I was too scared to look at my phone or anything because it felt so real. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Have you had more dreams like that since then? So, I can't remember if this was before or after that dream, but there was some where I was just in a dream, just be standing in the middle of my room, and like, as if you were speeding down a tunnel, all like, and you're going really fast, so the light's going way past you, as if you're like, like, like in a Star, Star Wars, Wars movie. Wars yeah. yeah. Except yeah. it was all like white instead of like the blue lights, and it's just there, and you can feel yourself like turning and moving and stuff. It's just like that, mainly. I, I don't think I've had anything else like that one dream where it's real and not real at the same time. Mm. Time travel, dimension travel. <laughs> Astral travel. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's entirely possible that he has astral travel based on the description of, like, the weird warp tunnel. Yeah. Well, being in a room with a dog that transforms into a werewolf, yeah. That, that is a that could be a form of astral travel as well. Yeah. At that time with that dream, my dog wasn't even in my room. No, the dogs the dogs don't go in his room no, they, ever. They, they don't dogs, like his room. The if, dogs don't like the basement. That, that, that explains Winchester. If, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. If my dogs go in my room, they always look at the same corner and then leave. Yeah. And it's the corner where I swear I've seen stuff just grappling up in the corner. You had that problem in this room too. And it's yeah. It's and it's the same corner. You follow over there, and it, you go straight down, it's the same corner. There's that corner, and oh. straight down that corner, too. Well, that corner That's where is where thing. you saw the thing. And thinking back on that, again, I can't remember because it's also out of fear. It may have come out of the closet, but like I said, I can't really remember. Yeah, but it was... It, 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 it was, like, right in front of the closet, except in when I woke up, it's, it's as if the room was, like, stretched out and, like, bigger, and the thing had way more room to travel because it, if it was in... The size of this, it would only be able to take like one step and it'd yeah. be there. Except this thing, on all fours, hands, it was weird. Hands on both sides of the feet and hands. It was just hands. And it just ran, like as if it was in a marathon. Ran like 800 steps and still got to the spot it wanted to be. Yeah. Weird. I know you have some more stories that are just not that. Because you've told mm-hmm. me some more stories that are just not this. This is our weekly thing. You tell me the stories, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting and kind of weird. You guys don't really, like, hear the weird stories. Because I hear them all the time, so I just and you're like, them out. yeah, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, that's really kind of weird. Uh-huh. So, like, his, his one story, he has um, a Native American little girl that visits him. And she is dead adamant that there is something buried in the wall. Now, we... have not been able to 100% verify that this is for sure a young Native American girl. That's what we were told. So, when I think or see children in a home, I automatically presume demon until otherwise. So, prove it otherwise. But her story is just so weird. Between what... She's revealed to you and what she's revealed to other people, like, psychics that have been in your house. Like, yeah. 
that's a really good story right. for a demon to concoct. Right. But then again, is it the most weird thing that I've heard coming from a demon trying to befriend a kid to no. let them in? No. No. Uh, no, it's not. Can I comment on that? Sure. Go ahead. So, these are always when I'm awake, like midday, normal, get home from school. I'm in my room, lights on, nothing, no suspense or anything. Bad guy on Xbox. Uh, one of my, I forgot what they're called. Uh, Your dream catcher? Yeah. I, don't know, I thought like nighttime thing. I don't know, but the dream catcher's up there. My sleepy time thing. And uh, from what I was told, she likes my dream catcher. That's why, and that's one of the reasons why she likes to hang out with me. Because it's familiar. Yeah. So then, it's just, this happened a few times, but like normal. I look over, somehow she's grown a few feet, able to play with the dream catcher, except she looks normal, like a normal girl, except like darker skin color, like what you'd expect an Indian to look like, except none of the Indian accessories. Sketchy. And like she'd always just be playing with them. She would never look at me. She just looked straight ahead, playing with dream catchers around my window. And but it's weird because whenever else I've seen her, just like normally, she's really short. She looks like a toddler height, but like eight years old. And she always has the Indian accessories on. And it's my room. It's about normal height. And the thing that I saw in my room when I looked over the loft bed looked about the height, so it could be up to my ceiling. And the height from the girl playing with the Dreamcatcher and the height of that thing could be kind of similar. However, I don't get the same energy from them. And the Indian girl seems, whenever I interact with her, she seems to never give off bad energy. Like she's given off good energy. Demons can mask their energy and hide it very well. Does your Dreamcatcher have an agate slice in the middle of it? What's an agate? It's so a, a gemstone. It's a slice of gemstone that is fairly translucent. I think I it think used so. to, but I don't know if it's still there. It was my uncle's dream catcher. I think instead of it in the middle, it was hanging on one of the, like, dread things. If they're in the center of the dream catcher, they're what's known as a spirit window. Yes. So oh. they're supposed to catch bad spirits as well as bad dreams. Did not know that. Interesting knowledge that I did not have know. to look at it because I don't remember. I don't think it's there anymore, but I could like, be wrong. I don't know. I'm. The, That's it's kind of like the planchette thing too, where you're supposed to be able to look through whole, it and you can mm, see. No. Except with this, it's supposed to trap them inside. Yeah. It like yeah. traps them and like absorbs yeah. them so they can't get out. But you can see them supposedly. Yes. So maybe if there was one in there, maybe it was trapped. If it fell out and broke at any point in time. It's just kind of like stuck there on repeat because like it's it's still stuck in the stone bits, but like just can't go anywhere. Or if it broke and then it just... It's released if it breaks. Uh, with like the Indian girl, there was one night this scared me so much. I was sleeping, about to fall asleep. I had a stuffed animal next to my where my head was. I look over, about to fall asleep, sleep on my side. It starts moving, except very slightly. And I get up, I run out of my room, kick the stuffed animal away, and I run up to tell my mom, which I don't know what she did, but whatever she did, it immediately got the thing away from my stuffed animal because it was put back exactly how it was. Uh, I think I probably went down and yelled at it because I have a tendency to do that. Right, so with your dream catcher, the 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 big lore around dream catchers is that you know they're like they're supposed to trap like bad dreams and stuff, 
But you're also supposed to request of the dream spiders, which are like the weavers of the webs of the dream catcher, to catch the various specific types of bad dreams that you don't want to have. And you're supposed to do that like every night before you go to bed. Yeah. Well, after a while, you're also supposed to cleanse them. It is hanging in the window. It does not hang above his bed. It hangs in the window. But, I mean, you're supposed to tell the dream, the dream weaver spiders, the dream spiders, which which is what my kid calls them. She calls them the dream spiders. You're supposed to tell them what kind of dreams they're meant to be catching in their weavings of the dream catchers. And, And like anything else, you know, that catches negative emotions energy whatever they yeah. still need to be cleansed yeah so speaking of hang on i gave you gemstones and you need to be cleansing those regularly they disappeared okay hold that thought so <laughs> um in regards to the thing that did the back bend and ran across your room um i did at one point conduct an investigation in that room and i confronted it and we had multiple episodes of growling. Uh, the loft bed was literally shaking and slamming into the wall. And that's why we were in this room, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of swearing. There was a lot of prayers being said. Um, we had received EVPs of some of his protectors who were people that used to live next door um, that had taken him in as an adopted grandchild saying help him, protect him Um, so I know some of the things that he tends to collect are not good I think we have gotten rid of most of them, however they do they, they, they are coming back it's because his light is so bright yes uh, Lily's the same way. My yes. my darling daughter is the same exact way. She collects the things, all of the things, all of the things. So all um, of the things. We are about out of time for today, so we will do another part two with Caden another time. Oh. Um, so a couple of things. Our new updated website is ready. Yes. We have our merch store yes. is ready. Go buy some Savagely Paranormal and Savage Energy merch. We've got hats, keychains, you name it, it's there. Um, more designs are coming. If you have any ideas, send us a message. Drop them in the comments below. Uh, share us with your family, friends, enemies. <laughs> like, subscribe, turn on notifications, and don't forget to send us your stories. stories. So we can remote you in for a live Savage Stories podcast. And if you do not want to be on a podcast with us, still send us your stories because we will read them anonymously. Completely anonymously. If you choose to. Also, make sure you check us out on Discord where we are most active. But if you are not on Discord and you still want to send us a story, check us out on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, TikTok, don't forget, check out TikTok. Yes, we TikTok. do shorts on TikTok sometimes. TikTok has all of our case file shorts from us all here, there, little, everywhere. All of our our little, random things. Yeah, random. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Have a great night. Stay savage. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday.